What's up, Red State Blues fans? It's your boy Devo here. Just letting you guys know that we recorded this episode outdoors because we're trying to social distance from one another, so the audio is not the best quality, but please enjoy the episode. Check us out on Facebook and Twitter, Red Blue Pod on Twitter. You can just search Red State Blues Podcast on Facebook and find us. Hope you guys are having a good quarantine. Hopefully we'll get back to normal soon. See you guys later. Enjoy the episode. What is up, Red State Blues fans? It's your boy Devo here, and we are on full coronavirus lockdown here in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And as always, I'm on lockdown with my bud here, Dan the Politics Man. How you doing, Dan? I'm all right. It sounds like we're at Augusta. I don't know if you can pick that up on the pod. But, yeah. We're, we're, um, we yeah. piped in the bird noises yeah. to the studio. Uh, Jim Nance is here. <laughs> And approaching the green, yeah. Tiger Woods. Tiger, Tiger Woods, y'all. Unlike uh, any other. Now, uh, I hope everyone out there is having as good of a quarantine as they had. We are recording this outside. We're being uh, doing our due diligence. We are socially distanced from one another. Uh, we're about six foot apart. I even uh, listened to Social D on my way over yeah, here. Uh, <laughs> uh, Just and, to be safe. Yeah, you got to. Like, uh, you know, story of my life, right? Like, <laughs> um I forget who it is. Uh, one local Tulsa comics does a uh, a bit where he's like, "No one ever says story of my life in a positive way." <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's like, uh, oh look, I got some ice creams. Story of my life. Uh, the dog is out there. That's Alabama going nuts, uh, barking and doing all that fun stuff. We hope you guys are all having a good quarantine, right? If, if you would like to hear Alabama stop barking. Please visit our tip jar. We have yes. a mobile tip jar. No, we don't need a mobile tip jar. We're, we're one of the fortunate people that are uh, able to still make a living during this whole thing. And uh, all that fun stuff. Uh, yeah, so we're good. Uh, but there's a lot of people out there that are struggling right now. So uh, you definitely need to find, uh, help, your, help your local bartenders, service workers, everything you can out there. Uh, make sure that you're doing everything you can to help out local businesses so that when this is all over, they'll still be there, right? Um, so, Dan, uh, how, how has the coronavirus been uh, treating you? Um, I don't know. I've, I've spent a lot of time on the couch. I've watched a lot of TV. It's pretty depressing. Um, it's nice that the sun is out today. Hopefully, whenever our... Um, do we have a... A word for our listeners, like a, mm. a a name. No, I don't. I don't think so. We'll we'll, we'll, have to, we'll, have we'll to work, work on, on one. Like, yeah, but I hope all of you are. I don't want to call them red staters. Right, <laughs> that would be inaccurate. Largely, I would yeah. imagine. Um, but I hope all of you are enjoying this pod on a sunny day, on a patio with a barking dog. And with a barking dog, got some white claw going here, full summer mode. No and, laws with yeah. the claw. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, uh, so a lot of stuff going on, uh, in the world of politics still, but mostly revolving around the coronavirus. Now, obviously we're here in the great state of Oklahoma and we are dealing with, uh, the not so great governor who don't blame me. I voted for Joe exotic. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Hot in the streets, man. Like, uh, like it's crazy. Like, uh, everyone in the country is aware of Joe exotic. Now the guy who ran for president in 2016 here, absolute nut job. And if you ever wonder what happens in Oklahoma, it's that just watch the show. Yeah. Um, I saw a funny tweet about that. Um, that 
was saying, you know, I appreciate Netflix throwing up subtitles on Joe Exotic, <laughs> but I can understand Oklahoman, so it's really yeah, yeah I don't really yeah, I don't really need it. Like, uh, yeah, it's sort of like whenever you get some of those uh, subtitles from like some of those Dirty South documentaries or whatever, you're just like, oh, I, I kind of get what they're saying here. I pick like, up every yeah, third word. Maybe, or maybe so. not so much if it's like Cajuns or Creoles, you know, but. Uh, uh, certainly, Joe Exotic. That did you watch it? I've only watched a little bit of it. So. I'm through four of seven. I haven't really had any free time yeah. recently. <laughs> <laughs> so that is the big thing. Um, being teachers in Oklahoma, um, we're on hiatus currently. None of us can do anything until April sixth at the minimum. Probably not going to have. Any uh, contact with students for the rest of the year, virtual is probably going to be the future. Uh, it's insane how all this trickles down, like, and you don't think about it, of just, like, students are at home, and it just disrupts the lives of everyone, right? It's not just, uh, it's not just you know, the teachers and the school and the kids. It's like everybody's lives are being disrupted because of this. It's a trickle-down yeah. uh, travesty. Yeah. So the actual kind of trickle-down that... Is real. <laughs> the only trickle down that works. Like, yes. uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, but it is, uh, I mean, but you think about it, you know, so little Billy has to stay home. So maybe mama has to stay home. Mama works somewhere. That place is short a person today. So, like, it is, this, it's a really big thing that people don't often think of. We take it for granted. You know, we take that socialist institution of public schools for granted. And uh, when something like this hits, you realize, oh, crap. <laughs> Like this is a vital part of our society. Uh, so, how would you rate? Let's let's talk about this. A ten. I give it a ten. Uh, yes, this is the best. This is the best virus. I knew that the best <laughs> virus would hit during my presidency. I only give you the best. Like, yeah, no, I'm uh, tired of winning. Yeah. I don't know about you. I'm now, tired of winning. Is I don't think that Governor Stitt is the worst governor currently. I mean, that would be impressive coming after Mary Fallon. No, I mean, like, just in the country. Oh, currently. in the country? Who's worse? Well, the guy that was, like, uh, yesterday, one of them was, like, uh, was it the, oh, it's one of the southern states, either Mississippi or Alabama. One of the states shut down their, their shores, their, their beaches. Oh, Alabama did, but Mississippi refused to, And the Mississippi to, governor said to go out. <laughs> yes. That's a very Oklahoma response. Yeah, but at least at least Stitt is like saying don't go out. Did the Mississippi governor tweet pictures of himself at the beach? Uh, no. Patting himself no, on the back for just how packed they, it was. They got, a, they got a they got a bad angle on his <laughs> on his on his tan line. Uh, no, like it's it's been very interesting to see how the different governors, and, and it's not like a Democrat Republican thing. I mean, the California governor was very slow to react to all this. I mean. He did a poor job in handling it uh, initially. And I get California is a huge state with different. And I, I understand his response was varied in that it's like, all right, San Francisco, we're going to go on lockdown. But like other part of California, you don't have to, which kind of makes sense. Like, uh, but, you know, it, it's 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 been a very poor handling by most Republican governors at this point. So, well, uh, to, yeah, to borrow a phrase from the wrestling world. We're really booking it on the fly. On oh game. yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, this is a they're, they're calling the match as we go here. Yeah, right? you know, and sometimes that can put on a you know five star Meltzer classic, but uh, not, like, not this time, but not not every time. Yeah, um, and I, it was kind of interesting for me to see how um, the whole presidential political world sort of just 
went away for a week, it seemed. It just kind of kicked back up a little bit today, right? Because Biden was doing his pressers and stuff over the, you know. But it, it's sort of like we were all bickering on Facebook about, you know, Bernie bros and, and, and Biden boys or... And I spell that boy with an I. That's the way you spell Biden boy. B O I Z. No, just B O I. Boy. Like like a fuck boy, but like a Biden boy. Uh, but like all that stuff has gone away, <laughs> and now it's just like anybody would have been better <laughs> four years ago. Like they could, we could have like found one of those uh, chickens from the fair that used to like play tic tac toe against people to feed, <laughs> and that would have been better than what we've got going on at the federal level for our disaster response team. Oh yeah, pretty much. Yeah, Brownie's got this one. <laughs> like George Good W. Job, Bush Brownie. should come back and just put Brownie back in charge. <laughs> like Brownie would. I wonder what Brownie's doing. Uh, Probably nothing, I would assume. Like, uh, what's George W. Bush doing? Like, Want to bring him back? It's kind of weird. We have, like, if you think about it, like, when we had the, uh, like, the disasters in Haiti and stuff like that, you saw the former presidents get together. Now, I know currently there aren't a whole lot of former presidents, but, I mean, Carter's still kicking. A uh, couple, but, or one Bush. One Bush. Got Clinton and Obama. I forget about Obama. Because <laughs> yeah. it was like, ah, yeah. But why aren't they out, like, giving us some messages? Why aren't they taking some leadership? Well, here? yesterday... In Trump's presser, he said he was asked if um, he relies on the guidance from former presidents, and he said they all got it wrong. And so, why would he listen to people who got it wrong? Well, so that's true. why that's why they're not lending a helping hand because he's refused their helping hand. Yeah, but I, I could still see them doing like privately, right? You know, like I'm have a, a presence. Yeah, I have a sneaking suspicion. Like this, this hit my radar this week. And, guys, clearly we don't have, like, a normal show today. Like, we don't have segments because we're just, like, talking. Coronavirus has taken over, you know. COVID. We sent our producers home. Yeah. They're not even here. We're out on the patio. We're using lapel mics. I don't even know how good this audio is going to be. We'll, we'll figure it all out in post. We'll fix it in post. Uh, but The uh, metronome is off. The metronome is off, yeah. We're just uh, straight doing voice record here. Now, let me ask you this. Um, I, I This came across my radar the other day because Elon Musk was uh, talking about how he will, like, start making ventilators for people, right? Like, just, he's like... Electric-powered, they're not even going to run on gas. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then I noticed that the person that was helping him was Chelsea Clinton. Is Chelsea Clinton finally going to break her, like, little uh, seclusion? And uh, is she she's going to bust out on the scene? I think she's going to bust out on the scene, and I think we're going to be... Because she's, she's of presidential running age. Is she? She's my age, yeah. Oh, yeah, we're old. Yeah, we're old, so, like... She was, like, in her teens when I was in my teens, so, like... We grew I, up together Yeah, I, I'm pr- I imagine that, not probably four years, but I imagine the next decade, we're going to see... The Chelsea Clinton yeah. versus Don Trump Jr. race. <laughs> no, Baron Trump. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a runner for president. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why Baron Trump sounds like a child Jar Jar Binks to me, but... I don't think he's real. Yeah, I don't either. Uh... I wish all of this wasn't real. But no, whatever. it would be nice if this wasn't all real, but uh, it certainly is, and we're living through it, and it's uh, it will get through it. The world, we will get through it. It's it's going to be all good. Uh, but yeah, Governor Stitt has been doing a really really bad job. Of <laughs> He's doing about as well a job as any of us would expect, I would think. Well, yeah, I mean, very I, poor, I don't D have, minus. Like, don't you wish we could just go back to the days of like worrying about tribal compacts? <laughs> Yeah, and not it seems like twenty like, years uh, ago, and or like the governor's daughter sleeping in a mobile home on at the governor's <laughs> mansion. Yes. Oh, what petty times yeah. we've yeah we've come from. Uh, 
I, I still to this day I know those people here in Oklahoma that they're like I can't listen to Flaming Lips anymore because Wayne Cohen like he he didn't hate Mary Fallon. I was like, well, yeah, I'm sure Mary Fallon knew how to party, so. and she doesn't look so bad. <laughs> yeah, you know, no. so so yeah, she looks great at this point. This is really putting a she's Kevin Stitt's really polishing the turd that was Mary Fallon. <laughs> like, uh, hey, I didn't vote for him, so. You know, like I said, Joe Exotic, Joe Exotic, 2018, 2018. Um, now, oh, we're... and sorry to spoil anybody who's not all the way through the series. He does not become governor of Oklahoma. Yeah, he does not become governor. He doesn't win the presidency. Alert of spoilers. Yes. Sorry. So, so there you go. We did not go through our Joe Exotic. Uh, now, as someone said this today, like there are a lot of people currently finding out in Oklahoma that Joe Exotic and Safari Joe are two different people. <laughs> And how bad do you think Safari Joe feels right well, now? Well, a friend asked me, actually, yeah. um, as we drove by um, Safari Joe's, they were like, is this the same person that is on the documentary? And I said, no, one, one of them um, was an accused pedophile, and the other one is Safari Joe. Or Joe Exotic. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. People, people forget about uh, Safari Joe's uh, pedophilia. Activity. He has a checkered past. He does. But, I mean, to my knowledge, <laughs> he doesn't own any big cats, uh, nor does he has he paid for anyone to be murdered. So, uh, what a great state we live in. This stuff happens everywhere. We're killing it. This, this stuff happens everywhere, though. Um, so, yeah, we've, uh, of course, you know, the whole discourse and what we've been waiting on today is to see if the senate's going to take any action on a bill which uh we're recording this at march uh 24th it's 420 on march 24th uh and uh to this point there has been no action from the federal government on a stimulus bill i believe they'll pass the stimulus tonight or tomorrow morning yeah it's got to come soon right uh something has got to happen uh, now I know uh, we we have our little chat room on. Uh, shout out to Tim. Tim, how's it going out Tim there? Tim Dog. What up, Timmy? Timmy. Timmy. He's our number one fan. He is our um, fan. Yes. Click to donate. Yes, click to donate. Uh, you can find us on our OnlyFans. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, uh, but no, like uh, join join Tim on Twitter at uh, what is his? Uh, what is Tim? no no ours? Oh, uh, join what? Tim. Oh, join join Tim State Blues. on our Twitter, which I forget the handle because I couldn't do the full thing. Uh, our handle is Red Blue Pod. Red at Blue Red Blue Pod. Yes, Red at Red Blue Pod. It's a party. Come join. It us. is a party. Come join. Uh, COVID uh, free on the internet. Now I just saw this three days ago. Tulsi Gabbard posted social distancing. What are you doing for fitness during this hashtag coronavirus? As she posted herself with a surfboard. So, okay. I guess she's going to the beach. Good job. She there. is Hawaiian. Good job there. Uh, After Tulsi. all, I mean, she probably can't walk to her mailbox without going to the beach. Yeah, eh, you know. Uh, let's see. Give me, uh, give me the name. Let's play a little segment here. Okay, here comes the segment. Give me the name of a politician. I'll put them in Twitter, and I'll see what the first thing is that comes up. Any politician you want. Let's go. Ron Johnson from Wisconsin. Ron Just because it's fun to say. Johnson. Ron Johnson. Senator Ron Johnson. From Wisconsin, I'll give you his last tweet. Uh, was a retweet, uh, <laughs> which is just a retweet of the Department of Agriculture. <laughs> Thank you to the heroes in the U.S. supply chain who are continuing to do the right and feed everyone during this time. So there, uh, there you go. Uh, now 
let's go back six hours ago. Senator Ron Johnson from Wisconsin. You are either helping right now or hurting. Pelosi's hand-picked partisan ploys are helping no one. She's hurting American families by prioritizing airplane emissions, same-day voter registration, win tax energy credits over hashtag coronavirus release. Relief. Hashtag stop the games, Nancy. Hashtag pass the bill. So this seems to be the discourse that everybody thinks that uh, both sides are holding up this bill. Um, and chocking it full of pork bar- barrel yeah, spending. Because they haven't been able to do any pork barrel spending for the longest time. And now they see a pot yeah, let's of do it. $2 trillion yeah, let's that do they it. can run it up and nobody will say anything about. Which our beloved senator, um, <sighs> our beloved stock trading senator. Yeah, our stock trading um, senator. Jerk Inhoff um, came out yesterday, I believe it was, and said that he is 100% against the bill because he hates the spending, but he is going to pass it. He's going to vote for it. So way to take both sides. Yeah. Yeah. I hate this bill, but I know it needs to be done. So like, like, what what are you doing? Like, come on, man. Like him and Langford both, like we were what a quarter of the no votes on the bill last week or whatever. And yes, including Rand Paul, who is a pro, a provid, a pro COVID person, a provid. Yeah. Like, this is we're just I don't know like it seems like and again I said it we're, we're having a casual conversation out here earlier and I said even in the times of the Great Depression there are compromises that were done even in the like go back to the Civil War there are compromises that are done but like these people are so blatantly doing it for themselves that I don't know your ideology needs to come down at some point like just pass what needs to get passed help out it's like they like, we have so many friends currently struggling because of this that are in the entertainment, the service industry, places like that. And we're doing, like, none of this stuff seems to be speaking to them. Like, like yeah, just a, a quick um, side exit off of that. We'll come back to that. Yeah. Um, but related, Kathy Taylor's group mm-hmm. just released, um, she pledged $100,000 in matching funds to the Oklahoma. Um, restaurant workers relief fund so if you're a restaurant worker who has at least one dependent you can get a thousand dollar grant from them um just a check that you can cash yeah if you live in the tulsa area so i strongly suggest yeah any, look look at those people to I, check I, it I out. posted the link to that on our sounds tooth page so if you can find that uh on there and uh try to uh get that information if you are or know someone that's in the service industry restaurant industry that's uh, hurting right now you know it, it is a thing we're going to enter a world that looks completely different and uh like so many businesses are going to be closed after this is, after this is over uh do you do you see this as a potential moment uh when certain investors are going to uh take the dog is barking and we're recording and it's all good uh but like uh that certain investors are going to like take advantage of this. Oh, of course. Like, is is Tulsa going to officially become like George Kaiser presents Tulsa? <laughs> well, if George Kaiser was a a bad person, it would. Well, I can see it. I can see him doing that. Uh, we are joined by the lovely and talented Laura Cook showing up from work. How's it going, Laura? That's the biggest pizza box I've ever seen in my life, and that's not a euphemism for anything. It's just a big pizza box. Nice little 
Nice. Thank you. Yes, we're out on the patio. Laura's getting back from work. She's had the uh, luxury of having a uh, get out of the house for a couple days. It's pretty been pretty nice. Go and see. I get to make a Yes, she's got a catering delivery to do tonight. So is that a euphemism for something? Yes, yes. Uh, it's <laughs> now, uh, this is going to be our wildest episode of this podcast, probably. Um, we're unhinged. We're unhinged. Unhinged. <laughs> it's Red State Blues unhinged. <laughs> uh, yeah, when we start doing bits on this politics podcast, well, there's like, look, it's it's all weird. Like everything is so weird right now. Like I don't know about you, this is my first global pandemic. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, I remember SARS, but it that was, doesn't count. Yeah, I don't know, like, but, like, let's go back to that. I want SARS again. <laughs> like, that was nothing compared to this, right? Uh, it is very weird, though, because we're enjoying a nice day on the patio, and the world is, like, crumbling around. Right, and <laughs> I, I, is this I what the fall of Rome was like? <laughs> I realized that um, a couple days ago, where every time that in Oklahoma, where the world is just completely upended, um for social events and you know going out it's yeah. usually 99 of the time it's because there's a tornado or a snowstorm yeah we used to have snow here kids yeah back um, in the day but and Global so when that warming. would happen you would step outside of the house and it would be cold and there would be ice everywhere and it would be hard to walk around but now you can go around and it's you know 80 degrees and everything seems comfortable and normal yeah but you can't go anywhere but quick trip yeah so. exactly yeah it's it's very weird because like you know i i think most of my friends like i'll call myself out like i'm probably like of all of our circle i've been the worst at like completely social distancing this but, is me scooting my chair back but uh but i'm not going out to like events with random people or things like that and then you know we're not like kissing and hugging on each other anything but like it's still like very weird because it certainly seems like yes we know something really bad is going on but some of us just like like i, I thought about this the other day like I, I was at quick trip to pick up something and the bud the budweiser guy shows up to make it his deliveries it's like yeah that guy's life is just going on <laughs> like my life is like completely on hold but like to him it's just like yeah, I picked up extra work because so-and-so called in. Like, he, he's actually working more, you know? But, you know, he's... I don't hardly see him as being on the front line of all this. Oh, no, I just think it's weird that, like, we're... So much, some of us have our lives that have been uprooted and just, like, on pause or whatever. And he just has to dodge sneezes. Yeah, and, he's, and his life is just the same thing, basically. Like, <laughs> I'm not talking about his, like, nightlife, but, like, I'm just talking about his, like, job and everything like that is exactly the same. I mean, so many of you... If if you're one of our listeners, it's a likelihood that you're sitting at home, working from home, listening. To if this you're podcast. not home, go home right now. Well, unless your business says you can't. Still, yeah. They'll for the in the long run, you'll they'll see that you made the right decision. Um, but I mean, like, think about that landscape though. A lot of businesses right now have had to push people out to their homes for work. They're going to realize that they can keep doing their business. And having people at home. And not pay rent on an office building. Yeah, like, we're going to see, like, there's going to be long-standing, like, this is sort of like a, it is a very weird economic, like, correction. Is it going to be um, kind of like when you look back and 
uh, travel, air travel mm-hmm. in particular, yeah. where you say pre-9-11 and post-9-11, where it's a different experience. I think so. Where business and the world will be well, different. One of the, th- one of the things that I've talked about for a long time is like, we have in the United States, we, we, and we still, your president currently, and what he ran on in 2016, like, he was still pushing this old school, gilded age, industrial view of America, Right. Like America's about coal mining, and we're bringing and, back the the minor jobs and and building cars and the major jobs. We're going to this is going to finally make people realize that no, America is not about industrial jobs; it's about service jobs, and we're going and to, technology. Yeah, well, yeah, well, that yeah, I, I I include that in the service because I mean, like that is sort of in the same vein, you know, if you're developing apps or whatever, but. We're not living in this old school economy anymore, and I think this this crisis is going to accentuate that and maybe lead to some positives down the road to see where like, oh, yeah, so many of the people that we have work in industries that don't have long term plans because it's literally based on what's going on right now. Right. Like service industry workers, things like that. So maybe we see something positive come out of that. Maybe maybe service industry workers around the country wise up and they start to unionize. Like, to realize that, hey, if this happens again, we need to be protected. We need to have, like, safety nets. Because that, that all went away, you know? Like, the whole industrial idea of unions and everything like that, it's time to extend it into a new industry. But we, we've been so reluctant to do it because we still view ourselves as the great producer when we're not. We're just the great doer basically. consumer we're the great consumer well, we consume but like well think about all the things that we consume it's services it's not as it's like yes if i order like food from doordash i'm consuming that product but i'm also consuming that dr- driver delivery service oh wow you've heard ordered a more um involved uh-huh. yes, service yes. than i have i guess hey that's my other positive is that like we're now to contactless delivery on all these things so like Fatties can order away all the food they want and not have to answer the door and be like, "Hey, honey, yeah, yeah, the food's here. <laughs> we finally got there. Praise be." Uh, look, I've been trying to find positive things about this. Maybe we'll realize a lot of our laws were dumb and just like, like you know, not allowing delivery of certain things and stuff like that. We'll just say, "Hey, it worked during the COVID. <laughs> Let's just keep it going, right?" I'm just, I'm D Brown. I'm just really trying. Man, I'm just really trying to get us to drive through daiquiri stands in Oklahoma. It's my with only the g- tape across the, the tape straw. across yeah tape across the straw entrance. Um, so what do you now? Uh, we we're on a little bit of a different spectrum, I think. Uh, like uh, I've been I've been trying to stay as positive as possible uh, throughout this. What do you think? Do you think? Uh, I know the the WHO just came out and said uh, that America could be the next epicenter, uh, which would be over the next two weeks, right? I think our timeline would put us over the next two weeks as an epicenter. Um, I would say over the next week. No. Because, you know, we've heard about Italy because their health care, their health system is so horrible. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and dated that ten per- they have a 10% death rate. Um, we have like 10,000 less infections in them. By tomorrow, or by the time you listen to this, we will probably have more people infected with the coronavirus um than italy which is yeah kind of hard to believe and very soon we'll have more than china china yeah. i believe has eighty nine thousand, and we're at 50 plus 
And so as soon as tamping, uh, testing ramps up, we're going to be at 200,000 easy, I believe. Um, and I, I see this as a months long thing, not a week long thing. Like the president told us yesterday in his yeah. um, Trump talk. Like, and I usually, I know it doesn't seem like it all the time, but I usually try to find, I, I usually try to think the best about people if I can. Uh, but I do think that America has a sort of a, 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 a deadline in their head <laughs> where they're like, okay, I can do this for a month. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't know if um, I mentioned it on the pod last week, but longstanding, I felt like America is its strength is its resilience and its um lack of fear and mm-hmm. its bullheadedness yeah. and so like after 9-11 they told us go to the restaurants and go to you know resume your life and you know that's our strength is doing that kind of stuff but saying stay home and do nothing is really really hard for a lot of americans and we're seeing some resistance from our leadership on that but that's really what needs to happen but when we get mixed messages, it makes yeah. it very difficult when it goes against our natural What, what you just said inclinations. Re- reminded me of a quote from uh, Harry S. Truman. Uh, America was not built on fear. America was built on courage, on imagination, and an unbeatable determination to do the job at hand. Yeah, that does, that's not in line with shelter in place. No, it's not. And I, so... It's not in line with rugged... Like, uh, the, the term that came up a few times in stories that I've seen is rugged individualism. And that's rugged individualism is this whole American concept of, uh, you know, pull yourself up by your bootstraps. We're going to get this, you know, there's a job to do. Let's go get it done. We're going to get it done. Right. It's not pull yourself up by your yoga pants and (laughs) sit on the couch and watch 18 hours of Netflix. Yeah. In the name of patriotism. Yeah. And then, you know, change from your day pajamas to your night pajamas. It is so hard to pitch the American psyche that inaction is action. Right. Like, we don't like... It's against our our programming. Yeah, no, it, it is. And it's, you know, uh, I, I do... I, I'm interested to see what happens. I, I, you know, fortunately, it seems like the states, uh, with probably the exception of Texas, uh, the states with, like, the biggest, like, city, you know, potential epicenters do have governors that are kind of doing the right thing. Uh, New York... Cuomo is clearly doing a decent job in New York. Yeah, he really lashed out at yeah. the feds. Today. And, and you know, like, Illinois is doing okay. Like, uh, California is catching up, right? Um, it's these sort of, like, smaller states and stuff. You know, Ohio's got a lot of people. Uh, what do you predict from Ohio? We're well, not- the Ohio governor, DeWine, I believe. Steve DeWine, De- yeah. Steve DeWine. Yeah. Um, he has been very proactive. Steve he- DeWine. <laughs> He, like, two weeks ago said, we have 400,000 cases on the ground here. We just can't test them. We have to shut everything down. So he's been very, very proactive. So he's going to bend the knee, I mean, bend the curve, and, you know, probably fix the problem better than other places unless Mm -hmm. we put up the open for business sign next week as um, 45 has said we're going to do. Yeah, well, we know that here in Tulsa, we're dealing like Tulsa's. Uh, you know, I, I don't. I'm not always a huge fan of GT Bynum. I think he uh, economically, uh, he's got some 
So very Trump-esque tendencies to him and who he gives stuff to in the city. But um, he's done a good job leading uh, here in the town. Yes, for, for our out-of-state listeners, um, there's Winniewood and then there's Tulsa and Oklahoma City. So, I mean, we don't have tiger ranches here. No. Yes, we don't have tiger ranches. We here. have buildings. I mean, I have a tiger ranch. I've been, I, I am actually Safari Devo. <laughs> it's got a nice ring No, I call it. myself, let's see, not Safari. That's taken. Not Exotic. What would be another one? Uh, man, I, I don't know another one. Like uh, uh, Serengeti Devo or something like that. Good morning, cats and kittens. Yes. Uh, now, but yeah, our, our, our mayor's done a decent job. But we're dealing with this here in town of, like, all these outlying suburbs not doing jack shit. It's kind of a microcosm of what's happening in America. Yeah, I mean. Where the cities are being responsible because they have the health infrastructure. And they don't want the, you know, it to be overrun. But then the suburban people are saying, F you to that. We're going to live our life. But then when the suburban people get sick, they're going to come and take our... Hospital beds so and our hospital equipment, my which quest- is kind of crap. Yeah, whatever. Like, I think the one that just ticks me off the most here in Tulsa is BA. Like, BA's in a- Broken Arrow is in action is ridiculous because Broken Arrow is not a small suburb. I believe they shut down. They finally did, but they were trying to fight it really long, and because their board said no, we're not shutting down, and then they did like a day or two later. Like, I wonder, like those smaller cities, like a Joplin. Like, what's Joplin doing? Joplin, Missouri. Joplin's not, like, a tiny city, but it's, like, not huge. What do you think they're doing? Do you think they're on lockdown? The, I've been to the Joplin truck stop. They mm-hmm. have a full semi yes. directed in the um, in the truck stop. They, they do. I Just from that alone, I would imagine they're still open right Let's now. see. Joplin, Missouri. Uh, Joplin, Missouri population. What do you got? What do you think? Um, before or after the tornado? Come on, man. <laughs> uh, what do you What do you think? A uh, hundred thousand. No, it's only fifty two, but probably like if you take the outskirts. Uh, uh, Joplin has drive through testing currently. Uh, they have drive through testing, and we do not. Yeah, a Joplin issues social distancing order: no dining at restaurants or bars. This was just two days ago, though, so they're a little bit behind. Well, they're behind Tulsa. They're not behind Sepulpa. Oh, yeah. yeah, their their mayor declared a state of emergency. Governor Parsons comes to town. So uh, Governor jo- Parsons, Governor, be riding on a chalk yeah. barrel wagon. Yeah, pretty much. He's he's got a buckboard and a, and a sawed off shotgun to fight off the bandits. I hope he doesn't get dysentery when he's trying to fight COVID nineteen. <laughs> Here lies Governor Parsons. Governor Parsons, a snake bite. <laughs> Rattler got him. Oh, Rattler. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sepulpa is one of our suburbs, and they are doing whatever they want in Sepulpa. Uh, and it's very frustrating. But Kind of like they did the day after the 2008 presidential election <laughs> when they did not announce that Barack Hussein Obama was the president. They acted like there was no election. Um, yeah. Because that's Sepulpa. Yeah. So, well, so Sepulpa is as Sepulpa does, sir. But it's just annoying that these suburbs aren't like following suit. Like, I get it if you're like Antlers, Oklahoma. I guess 
what are you going to do, I guess? I, I don't know. You're out in the middle of nowhere. But if you're a 20-minute drive from yeah. the place where the hospitals are well, and yeah. the city of Tulsa is trying to protect their hospitals by shutting the restaurants mm-hmm. down and you keep your restaurants open, that grinds my gears. Death it gets by, my goat. My death, goat has been got Bartlett Memorial. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, uh, all right. Well, uh, we're going to end this episode here just a second. We, we've just been sort of talking about the virus and everything. Uh, obviously, it's a... Uh, a weird time to be a human in America and in the world. Uh, D Brown, uh, Dan, like, what would you recommend? Uh, what do you think? Give me your two-week outlook. What do you got? Two-week outlook, I think, because of testing, our numbers are going to quadruple. Yeah. So we'll be a quarter million okay. I mean, this is kind of a bold statement, I guess. I don't know if it is or not. Um, we'll be a quarter million positive test plus um we will try to open um the trump administration has said we're going to open up next week except for the places that are infected so he's going to keep new york closed he's going to keep california closed he's going to keep washington closed he's going to keep florida closed and he's going to keep open who uh, the Dakotas. Yeah, He's going to open yeah. the Dakotas. And okay. why not North Dakota will be the um, source of our economic resurgence mm. um, until everybody gets COVID the, there. The Sioux may have something to say about that. <laughs> the Lakota Sioux? Yes. Uh, yeah, that's... Uh, yeah, because I, I saw when I was looking at that stuff about Joplin, Missouri's had six deaths from the COVID. Wow. What, what's Oklahoma at? We're at three. Three. So Missouri's double us. But we'll be double by the time anybody listens yeah. to this. Well, of course, they have drive-through testing in Joplin. We have, uh, we have nothing. Nothing. <laughs> yeah, we got. Uh, we've got four million people, and we've given eight hundred tests. Yes, I, I think they've just uh, what they've done here is they've uh, just relabeled the blood pressure machine at all the pharmacies and just said it's the COVID tester, <laughs> and that's about it. So, uh, now uh, my prediction is uh, I have no prediction. I'm I'm just trying not to be so doom and gloom, and hopefully it will eventually dissipate and we'll get back to business as normal in the future. Uh, do you have recommendations for people how to pass the time? Absolutely. Um, please stay inside, stay outside. Um, do not go visit large groups of people. Yeah. Order carry out, order gift cards from those carry out people. If you want to support them, um, if there's a live streaming concert they're they're happening every single night. Yeah, um, shout out to the Mercury Lounge here in Tulsa. Yeah, very cool deal. They're uh, they're stream, live streaming a concert every single night uh, where you can throw it on your screen. Philbrook is doing some stuff in Phil Tulsa. Philbrook's doing daytime stuff. Yeah. So you can inundate yourself with local arts for free. But if and if you're not a freeloader, you can actually tip them mm. and support their lack of livelihood. So definitely do that. It's super easy. You just click on the PayPal link or the Vimo or the whatever, and you're done with that in five seconds, and you've you know chipped in for the service that they're providing. So tip they, your tip your curbside people, um, tip your musicians that are streaming. Take care of the industry. Now, uh, if they were going to waste some time watching or listening to something other than those local concerts, do you have any recommendations for everybody out there? Um, other than other than uh, Safari Joe Exotic. <laughs> 
I would listen to all of the podcasts on the Soundstooth oh, well, yeah. network. You, you don't have to shill for Soundstooth. People have already listened to all that. They've got okay. they've well, got yours fully inundated with that. I, I love that like getting greasy has like only thirty episodes or so, but it's got like ninety hours of content. <laughs> well yes, I would suggest you get outside and walk around your neighborhood. Fresh air does a lot for you. So Yeah. Just go get some fresh air. Uh, I would say uh, watch some Trailer Park Boys. Go back and watch, uh, if you want to watch some good old school wrestling, uh, go back and watch, let's say, uh, well, one, WrestleMania X7. It's the best WrestleMania of all time. But if you want to watch a bad one that's hilariously bad, WrestleMania 9 from Caesar's Palace. Donald Trump is there, I believe. Uh, you can go back and watch that one. Uh, well, guys, thank you for listening. Shout out, Tim. <laughs> Tim Dog. Tim Dog. Uh, we'll get this up and go in here the next day or so. Please stay safe. Stay inside. Find a way to entertain yourselves. Reach out to your friends that maybe don't have anybody. There's lots of people stuck at home by themselves. Reach out and, and be nice to them. Uh, yes, indeed. Think of it like this. Um, if you stay in your house and everybody else stays in their house, we'll get through this in a couple weeks. If half the people in your network go out and you know, waste, go and socialize, then we'll be in this for months. So it's your choice. It's your choice. All right, guys. Well, thank you for listening to Red State Blues. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter and soon to be Instagram. And sure, I'll do a TikTok at some point. But uh, look us up, Red Blue Pod on Twitter and uh, Red State Blues on Facebook. Thank you, guys. Take it easy. Stay safe.